How are you? Cheers. Cheers. Oh. Cheers. Ooh. I more. Ooh, that looks like a Sancerre. It is, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's uh, it's 6 p.m. here in Paris, so I think it's just legal to have an aperitif. Perfect. So, uh, cheers. Cheers. I'm, I'm having a vat of tea today. I'm breaking breaking the rules and not drinking. So sorry, but... No problem. <laughs> How are you? This is, this is Carrie. Hi. Hi, Carrie. Hi. Nice to meet you. Lovely to meet you too. I love your chandelier in the background. <laughs> Thank you. It's very uh, Eugene Onegin third act. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I How are you doing? How, how are things yeah. in Paris? You know, things, things are okay. I mean, we're always a little bit scared to say that, but we've um, just had um, uh, Edouard Philippe on the telly uh, kind of talking a little bit about what's going to be happening. Okay. And it seems like restaurants and bars are opening from the 2nd of June, ah. that we can travel all over France, that Europe is opening again, um, that things are really going better than they thought. So this is really amazing news and... Um, Pretty happy. That's yeah. amazing. I bet. How long have you been? You've been in quarantine longer than us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been since mid mid March, seventeenth of March. So um, yeah, we've been kind of on lockdown for a while, but it kind of feels like we can see, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel here. Nice. Are they opening? Are they opening up restaurants to like full capacity there, or are they still? I don't think so. I think it's restaurants, kind of terraces, um, okay. outside dining, at least in, in Paris and, and the region. Okay. Um, but it might be everything in kind of the areas where it was like, you know, less, less hit. Um, but it'll be nice to just go out and kind of have some normalcy again. And yes, you know, we just got <laughs> extended yesterday. We got extended. Oh, no. Oh, you so, did? Yeah, I didn't tell Carrie this. Yeah, we got extended until June 9th officially. But June because 9th. everybody went out, the weather turned warm. Everyone out, you know, and they went out to the parks and the numbers started to go up again. So, oh no. But I mean, it's all relative. Canada numbers are not like the US numbers. Carrie's in Nashville and. Oh, you're in Nashville. I was wondering where, which part you were in. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, I'm in downtown and they've now finally opened up the bars to 75% and okay. they're allowing live music. Um, okay, which is important in Tennessee, of course. It, yes, it is. But there was an email that went out that there's a drive-in concert. Uh, they wanted to know the size of your car. There's only so many cars allowed, so they put it as a lottery oh. and you could email in you know, how big your car was, because they need to know that too. And then there's a, there was a concert, there's a concert tonight through Monday night, and I put us in the lotto for every night. And so I'm just hoping that there's an email and then we can just go sit in our car and have a date. And- um, Oh, that's so amazing. romantic. Yeah. That's very 1950s or something. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of fun things did you get up to during quarantine? Oh my God, fun things, not so much. I've been, um, well, as you know, Sandra, I've been working on, on our project, Opera for Peace, uh, which Sandra is advisor on and we're so happy to have you on board. Um, and I have to say that this whole, um, this whole crisis has been 
positive for us um, because people and artists have really got behind um, our mission. Great. So, and people really understand that our values are increasingly important, that we have to help each other, that we're one big community at the end of the day of, of artists and, and people who, who support artists to be able, you know, to give them the support they need to do what they need to do um, and communicate to the public and, 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 the, and the larger world. Um, so things have been very positive for us. We, um, we've been having, um, as I said, more, more people interested in, in, in what we're doing. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty hopeful for the future. We have um, one huge collaboration that we'll be announcing pretty soon um, with a very um, big uh, online digital company. So um, things have actually been very, very busy. Wow. I think they Great. might have announced that today. Ah, I, I, do you want us to announce it? Like a well, we're, we're not going to be going, this isn't going to be going out for, for a while. Okay. So. Right, so, Carrie, we're looking at a few weeks. Yes, but before you decide, tell, say that, would you please tell me what Opera for Peace is and, yes, and how it pleasure. started and what your mission statement actually is? I would love to sure. just hear that from you. Yes, definitely. So Opera for Peace is a, it's a new cultural movement. It's for artists, um, pretty much by artists. Um, because it's really um, a project that has been in discussion for a long time. Um, I've been working with artists. I used to work for Opéra de Paris, a Paris mm -hmm. opera. Mm -hmm. So I was, this is how I know Sandra so well. We did many, many pro great projects together. And, uh, you know, my job was to, to, I was deputy casting director, so I was, you know, handling all the um, kind of daily affairs with artists and, and, and auditions and, um, and really being there for the artists on the night and, and helping. So um, in this capacity, I really had access to, to, to artists and we had a lot of discussions about where the business is going, mm -hmm. um, what we need in the future to, uh, let's say, better relate to the world in which we live in because we all love this art form so much mm -hmm. and we want it to go in the right way, in a positive way, um, where we're maybe finding new avenues for, um, for, for financing, where we're, of course, as we have been doing for many years, trying to get out of the idea that it's an elitist art form, which as we know it, it it's not. It's, you know, opera speaks to everyone as, as culture does in general. And, um, and through all of these discussions and all of these um, different ways of, of thinking together, we, we came up with this project. So it's uh, Opera for Peace, Leading Young Voices of the World. Right. where um, our values are diversity. We believe that um, we will strengthen the art form by giving opportunities and um, better access to education um, and, and, you know, accessible um, um, ways of, of, of educating people from all over the world. Right. We feel this will really, um, um, you know, enrich our world and also the lives of others as, as, as opera and art and culture have, has enriched our lives. Mm -hmm. um, so diversity, inclusion, which comes into it, um, equality, um, man, woman, 
um, which is being pushed in, in, of course, many other fields around the world and which we want to really promote in opera, not only for artists, but for, um, for management um, as well, to, to have um, women um, on equal, equal pay, equal footing to their okay. male counterparts. Composers giving all these opportunities. Um, we also, um, our biggest value out of all of this is artistic excellence because we know that through artistic excellence, through education, um, by having access to um, wonderful teachers and, and mentors and, and conductors and stage directors that people will grow and, um, and um, communicate the art form in the best way possible. Okay. So these are all our values. And, um, and we work with wonderful artists to make all of this happen. We call them our um, ambassadors. We have 22 wow. incredible artists um, who are in the, let's say, the peak of their career at the moment. We have, um, we have five incredible advisors um, who are artists, which Sandra is part of, um, who have already done an incredible career and is also in the peak and and wanting to give um to give as well um so we have five wonderful advisors um we have a new project called emerging artists which is 12 artists young artists from around the world who we give us special support and and attention to um, and we have over 60 partners, um, orchestras, festivals, competitions, um, of course, opera houses, um, institutions, global institutions. Um, so we're kind of, let's say, to put it um, kind of in a nutshell, we are now the biggest network for young artists worldwide. Okay. So artists come to be supported, to exchange, to learn, um, to get ideas, to get tips, um, to come together, to, to brainstorm. Um, so we, yeah, it's, it's something I think very exciting for the future. Um, when you say that you partnership with the orchestras or festivals, mm. houses, what exactly does that mean for a Okay. So on the most basic level, this means that these institutions um, support our values. Um, mm -hmm. These are institutions that have been supporting these values for many years and, and, they, and we, we work really in collaboration with them. Um, we have four main areas of work. Um, the first area are our educational cultural exchanges. Okay. So um, this means that there is interaction between the different young artists programs. Um, so, for example, our first um, our first exchange was between Houston Grand Opera and Opera Australia. Okay. So we gave the chance to, which is wonderful, we gave the chance to a fantastic young Chinese bass, mm -hmm. William Guambosu, who is also one of our emerging artists, um, to go from Houston to Sydney. And he spent three weeks in Australia, in, in Sydney, and participating in, you know, in their, in their educational, in, in masterclasses. He, he, watched, um, he watched rehearsals and performances and 
this was so fantastic because you know the 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 artist program in Sydney um, was so happy to to welcome him and to show him how things are done in Australia, and he was so happy to have another experience. So this is the first cultural educational exchange, and we have many more in the future. Um, we also give opportunity to our young artists and to other artists to um, to perform. Because as we know, I mean, young artists and any artists want to perform. Right. This is weird. <laughs> You're doing what you do and, you know, so we, um, we're in collaboration with our partners to, um, to produce concerts in different formats, recitals. Um, we had our, our launch in, um, in Dallas, Texas last year. Okay. So this was in a partnership with the Dallas Opera. We had a wonderful, wonderful concert there. Mm. Uh, we've most recently been to Russia. We were at the Winter Arts Festival in Sochi, which was also in a fantastic, um, fantastic event. We gave opportunities to um, young artists from Latin America, from South Africa, from, from Russia, from Europe. So this was a, a beautiful occasion. And I think the Russian um, public really um, responded to that. We, we were broadcast on uh, Russian culture, uh, wow. media. So that was really wonderful. And we have um, many more events planned. Um, we also do ambassador talks. Um, so our, our, our artists, our advisors um, um, speak to young artists from different um, young artist programs. Mm -hmm. And we were discussing with Sandra, maybe we can kind of open this up to um, all young artists so we can broadcast these talks you know, to, so that artists, you know, you may not be on a young artist program, but you can still get the advice from, you know, the, 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 the artists about um, time management, mm -hmm. how to deal with difficult colleagues. Mm -hmm. I don't know if any of us have... Oh, come on, there's no difficult colleagues. Oh. <laughs> yes. Julia, that's like a five-hour conversation. <laughs> I know, I know. So, um... These young artists, you know, they, they, they talk about what they feel young artists should know about. Okay. That's never taught, let's say, in music schools and, you know, this kind of thing. Yeah. So we, we do a master talks, we do master classes, uh, residency, special projects. It's, it's, a, it's a very wide mission, all-encompassing mission, and we thank all of our partners who um who make this happen and who support us and sure. who believe in us Mentoring, right it's you. super it's super exciting um if i was a young artist and i wasn't in one of the one made you know one of the major programs around the world how could i access this information or how could i be a part of it or how could i join okay so this is where the announcement comes in oh okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. Exactly. No, so we, um, we have teamed up with uh, Idagio, which is the most amazing um, streaming service for classical music. Okay. And they're not only just a streaming service, but they, um, they're now opening up entirely their digital platform to artists from around the world. Mm -hmm. And we have a big collaboration with them. So they are 
supporting all of Opera for Peace's activities. We have um, we have a bi-weekly slot called Opera for Peace Connections where you know, we, we um, artists do pretty much what, what we're doing now. We have informal discussions about different parts of the business. Um, and so that, that's a very big thing. So I think with their help, we will be able to um, broadcast all our activities around the world. And let me say that these talks are free. So you don't have to be a subscriber to log on. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. But there is paid content as well on iDagio. Exactly. And what they're working towards now is um, a paid content. Uh, well, they have their premium premium subscription, which, which is paid. And they're also going to be um, uh, creating something um, that I, I'm not allowed to mention, but it will be a paid platform so that artists will be able to um, sell tickets and will be able to get paid for their art because I think we're kind of coming maybe a little bit out of the, the free, free concert um, <laughs> things that were very necessary you know, at the beginning of this crisis and that will continue for various different, um, I think, nonprofit ventures. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we also have to revisit the model and you know, artists also need to get paid and they need to they need their work valued so um idagio are very the artist it was announced yes. here today that oh that okay idagio is it's it's on um opera wire and i think also slipped disc mentioned it that okay they're, they're gonna have, no it's okay it, it might have just been here today and it might be announced tomorrow okay. right there sure. today but yeah, it's going to be, it's a platform for artists, all, all, not just opera singers, not just singers, but instrumentalists, all of that to record recitals, concerts, um, and they're available, but not just musically. Afterwards, they're going to have the opportunity to discuss what, what they just did live with the, the audience with the public and also have them choose for instance what kind of encores they want you to to Mm. perform it's it's really an interesting concept it's very very cool and it's you know as as i said it's coming from a very good place it's coming from a team that are also artists and they understand the need and what artists want and also what the public wants so i think this is going in a very very good way um so very happy about that was this your brainchild? Was this your? your... No, I, I wish it. I wish it was. <laughs> no, no, no. This um, it's uh, it's a company that was um, established in two thousand, I think two thousand fifteen, and um, and it's a it's a, it's a, was a startup. It's, it's it's based in Berlin. It's based in Germany, um, and they have a wonderful team. They have a huge team now, and things are working very well. They have wonderful partners, the Vienna Phil, I mean, all the big orchestras and uh, all the big conductors. And they, I think they have, let's say, the biggest library online worldwide for classical music. Okay. So um, it's a great, it's a great, um, it's a great thing. So cool. very happy that, that we can be part of it. Sure. So that's <laughs> what, what would be right now in this, this time that we're in, what would be your best advice or biggest advice or most helpful advice for young artists right now? That's a really good question. Um, 
I think for me, the biggest, the most important thing is to stay connected. Um, that's not to say to, um, you know, um, be obsessed with social media. Um, that's only one kind of way of, of connecting, but to really keep up your personal network. Um, I, I also speak to young artists about, you know, coming from a casting background and artistic administration background. Mm -hmm. I also speak to artists about, you know, about the business and, and how to get, how to get started and what the best thing is. And really the first thing I say to them is, um, have your own personal network of your supporters, your team. And that doesn't have to be um, a partner, that could be a voice teacher, that could be a friend, that could be a mentor from another, from another, um, another field. But to have your team behind you is so important. Sandra, you, you know that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know you so well. I don't know your, your, who your team is. Um, but I know that Sandra has a, a very special team <laughs> um, that, that look, af look after, I don't know, is, is that the word, Sandra, do they look after you? He does everything. My, my team, my team, my team leader, being my husband, yes. <laughs> I sing, what I say is I sing and he does everything else. And Carrie has that same, that's, Carrie and I are very similar. She um, yeah, no. but in this business, I think Sandra and I both have, we have people in the business, advisors, general directors, people that mm. we've for years that we've trust, we yes. trust, yeah. bounce off ideas. And they know our voices. They know us, they know our voices, our personalities, what we're good at, what we're not good at. And um, those people sure. are wonderful, you know, because you transition through your career as you get older too. There's a difference from starting to where Sandra and I are now and in the middle. Mm. So those people are wonderful to bounce ideas off of. And I love that idea and what you're promoting and cultivating those relationships because those have been so extremely helpful to me um, yes. over the course of my career. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I personally learned the same thing. I mean, I started um, as an intern at San Francisco Opera 20 years ago now. You know? I was going to ask you, I never knew your whole story, Julia. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, well, I, I did musicology at, at Berkeley. Okay. in California so at the same time I was on a practical training visa and I got some wonderful experience at San Francisco mm -hmm. in the artistic department so all, still doing auditions and still you know filing through the biographies of singers so you know this is kind of my thing mm -hmm. and um, and I, I I'm proud to say that I still have those connections 20 years later yeah. So, you know, I'm okay. People have moved on and things have, have you know, have moved on, but I, I still have those wonderful, special connections. Um, Elizabeth Barlow, Brad Trexel, um, you know, all of them, all of them um, are still very dear friends. And that's what I say to singers. You can't do this by yourself. It's too difficult. It's you. You need that support. Um, and what I say, especially to to the ladies, is and what I also um, was taught maybe ten years ago, and I didn't know how at what point this was important. Choose your partner wisely, because yeah. you know having someone who's really in your corner, who respects you, who supports you, this will be the single most <laughs> important element. Of whether you're successful or whether you're not successful i mean we've we've all seen it i mean everyone makes their own success and their own luck mm. but especially for ladies if you have a partner who 
truly loves you and supports what you do, you will go so much further than someone who's holding you back. And you know, yeah. that's yeah. I've learned. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. It's true. And you, and you know what else? What you say? These people from 20 years ago from San Francisco mm. are still part of yeah. your network. And I tell young singers, you, treat everyone equally. Oh, definitely. Because definitely. you never know when this person is going to circle back into the world. Yeah. And also, this, this opera world is so small. And oh, gotcha. you get a reputation, and your reputation is truly the only thing that definitely. we, as singers, can control in this business, besides our exactly. voice. But that's a separate entity. <laughs> <laughs> separate thing. This is a separate talk. No, it's, it's true. And, you know, I, I, I was speaking to the young artists in, in, uh, in, in Russia just a few months ago in, in Sochi. And I was saying, and I all, I mean, from, from the young singers from 15 to 25, because as you know, in Russia, they have such a passion for culture and for this art form and they start so young and had so many wonderful, um, really young artists there with such talent and, and, you know, followed by their, by their, by their mothers and their, and their young siblings and the whole family was going and traveling all across Russia to be there. So such amazing, wonderful people. And, you know, I was saying, don't underestimate, um, as you said, treating everyone in the same way. It's the most important thing from the person at reception to the person from the stage manager who takes you across the stage to the piano. I mean, I have to say, and it's been like this throughout my 20 year career. Let's give an example in Paris as I was just there now. I always said to the stage manager, how, how were they backstage? How did things go? Yeah. Um, because you want to get an idea. Of course, everyone's nervous, so you can't just take that into consideration. Sure. Um, but how, how is the character of people? You know, how, how did things go? And so you have to, you have to be very, well, you guys know this, you have to behave in the best possible way and everyone should be treated equally. And um, not just the casting manager because the casting manager speaks to everyone else and the casting manager will know exactly how you behave <laughs> the minute you've walked into that, that opera. So oh, yes. you have been warned. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so. talk to us, talk to us, blah, blah, blah. Mm, it's early. Talk to us about your view of the future of opera now, post-COVID. Post-COVID. Okay, so I'm, I mean, I, I kind of have to go back to opera piece because, you know, that is really what, what I'm working on every day. And this is, you know, putting all my passion into this. Um, I, I feel that we, we have to still open up the world. I know there is a, um, a kind of reaction to want to um, close up. And I mean, maybe this is not our choice at the moment, but I think there will be a point where, you know, the virus will, um, will have died down, there will be a vaccine, um, and we have the choice. Do we continue to open up the world, which is the way that we've been going in, in such a beautiful way, or do we shut down and, you know, keep it more local i think it's very important to keep this um an extremely international um art form business um to 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 truly enrich also other cultures and, and other um other countries and once again to give equal opportunities so i 
I don't know where things are going to go, but I, I hope it will continue to be this very international um, art form. I agree. I honestly agree. Ugh. Do you agree as well? Kerry, how, how do you feel about it? No, I think it should always be opened up to everyone. I hope it doesn't become almost like a nationalistic kind of thing. Mm. Um, even in the States, you know, we're only limited to where, to where we live and um, mm. no, it should be everywhere. So. Yeah, I mean, we, I, I know that, that Saudi Arabia have very big plans for culture. Um, the, the, the lovely soprano that we're involved with is the first um, soprano, the first Saudi Arabian soprano, uh, Sonson al-Bahiti. Um, and we, as part of Opera for Peace and our Global Connections program, we're supporting her development. So we're putting her in touch with, 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 with other singers, teachers, and, um, and we're doing a little, you know, a little part of, of her development. And of course, then she goes back and she encourages other singers um, in her country. And um, every, every little piece counts. Yeah. Um, because that... How did, you choose, how did you choose the artist? Is there a requirement? Is there an age? Did they have to audition for you? You know, I mean, as I, I have, I'm lucky to have such a wonderful team that I work with, um, truly international, global, we're in about I think, 10 different time zones, so wow. meetings are a little bit challenging, <laughs> but at least we have um, a wonderful global view on the world. So I have two co-founders, um, Dimitri uh, Dovin from the Bolshoi. He, um, he established the Young Artist Program at the Bolshoi. And this is, I considered now, I think as, as one of, if not the best young um, artist program. Um, also with Paolo Petrocelli, um, who's um, a wonderful colleague who has a truly global view on, um, on, on, well, on the world and especially on the business. He, he's involved with UNESCO. He's involved with the Nobel Peace Commission. Um, he's just launched now a think tank in Italy uh the future of opera um so he he thinks in in many different ways about how to um how to advance the the art form but with many different um fields and and kind of contributions uh from many different sectors so hopefully that will open things up a little bit um and so yeah so we have this this wonderful team um, also, we have some uh, our, um, music advisors, uh, Kamal Khan, who is fantastic. Uh, I think I think you know him. I do. We both do, yeah. Um, probably that's uh, so. He's he's a vocal coach. So um, also Jenna Wolf is a wonderful colleague. So between all of us, um, in terms of casting, um, we we know young artists and we. We brainstorm together to see who's the most exciting, who has the, you know, the most interesting talent for us to develop. So it's a real work. Um, when we talk about young artists, you know, we think uh, maybe under under thirty five. Okay. Um, so we kind of try and try and stick to that. Um, but you know, every artist develops in their own way. Um, so we don't have a set fixed um, timing. You know, we, we help you? as do they apply yes. to offer for peace? Okay. 
Well, we don't have at the moment anything official, but people contact us. And I, for, you know, we've only kind of been around for six months, actually. So to kind of get things going, we did um, brainstorm to get ideas and together and we, we put the list together ourselves. But we're hoping that things will open up in the future. Wonderful. So people can apply. Yeah. Great. Well, do you have any ideas? <laughs> get Probably. <laughs> to get, once it's opened back up, I, I think we all feel like the model needs to change in some yeah. way or another. And I was curious as to what you thought about having young people come into the opera house. How do we translate their online interest now into ticket buying for the future? Oh, that's a, uh, that is a very good question. Um, well, I, I, as I said, I've, at least our partners are, are very kind of aware of and many other opera companies are very aware of of, of of youth. I mean, I know in Opera de Paris we had these um, these young evenings. If you remember Sandra, we couldn't get tickets because it was all for under twenty fives. Yeah. Um, so there, there are a lot of programs to um, to get young people in into theatres. I think by kind of the 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 programs that the the we're doing um will i hope naturally encourage people to come and and see the art form because of course you know as everyone says um at the moment the the digital way is the only way but nothing beats being in a hall and and hearing the human voice live um orchestras and and it's the whole art form is, is so, so powerful, so overwhelming mm -hmm. um, that I think we, in all of our talks, you know, we have to kind of encourage, encourage all of this. And I, I, I hope that um, young people will continue to, to come. And um, are you, are you working with opera houses, maybe helping them subsidize tickets for younger, younger people coming in? <laughs> At the moment, we're not, but that I think that's a very good idea, and it's very important because you know um, it's a cliche, but I mean, youth youth is the future. And um, I remember in Paris with these, you know, these these uh, younger evenings, um, the energy is so incredible. Sandra, do, do you remember that? Oh, absolutely! <laughs> Crazy, screaming, yelling, yeah, exactly, exactly. Very fun. No, it's amazing. I mean, especially those opera companies that have days where the youth can just come in and watch the shows. It's the most amazing energy you've ever felt in your life, at least from my, my point of view. I mean, they really are engaged and enthralled in listening sometimes more than some of our regular performances. So um, I just, there has to, we interviewed someone who brought up the fact that they noticed that, uh, what was it, Sandra? How did he word it? That the um, they noticed on the likes or something or the... Oh, they, they, they run a, a website for classical mm -hmm. music and mm -hmm. they are able to track all of the, the viewership mm -hmm. and to track the data. And the average age of the person coming to this website was 31 years old. And so how do you translate that into viewership into the opera house? Because that's our future and i feel like the model of have of the tickets of how they can afford them of how we make this art form affordable for all 
not only for ourselves, but for the companies as well. It's how do we make yes. this? How do we change this? So it needs to change. It needs to change. I mean, you know, every, every country has its own challenges. Um, every state has its own challenges in, in, in the US. Everything is so specific. So it, it has to be, has to be a local effort. Um, but with that local effort, I think there has to be a greater global strategy. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm hoping that through Opera for Peace and through other um, partner organizations like um, Opera Europa, Opera Latino America, Opera America, all these incredible um, um, bodies that, that, that support and, and so tireless in all their work. Um, and I know that we're with as administrators we're thinking about this we, we we discuss it at our conferences so yes i mean there has to be a global a global strategy a global message um but it, it is going that way i'm happy to say that it is going that way and i yeah. hope that when things reopen <laughs> yeah we can see more young people in in the theater i hope so too is there anything else you want to say to our viewers to share or do you or are you ready for rapid fire questions? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, no, I mean I think I've said quite a lot. I mean the no, you know, I mean follow follow us um, hashtag Opera for Peace. Um, we'll put know, all the information up for you. You'll put all of that all of that out anyway. Um, no, I mean just to say how happy I am to have so many wonderful um, artists um, on board, to have this wonderful conversation with both of you and, you know, like-minded people, good people. And I just, you know, I just want good people in my life now. And I'm sure you both feel the same. And, you know, like, life's too short. So, you know, let's all come together and let's all do something very important and meaningful. I love that. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Are you ready for it? Is I'm there ready. in your class? <laughs> yes, go for it. Okay. We're going to go back to the good old James Lipton from the Actor Studio questions. I don't know if okay. you have that television show, but it was one of my... I, I don't know it. Okay. Oh, good. So then you don't know the questions. You don't know the questions. No. <laughs> so what is your favorite word in any language? Because we know you speak. Quite a few Love. Amour. Amour. <laughs> what is your least favorite word? Um, discrimination. Discrimination. Yeah. Absolutely. What turns you on? Um, getting together with, as I said, like-minded people and, and brainstorming and feeling like we're making a difference. Love that. I'll happily get on any of those conversations. I love those. <laughs> good. <laughs> it carries a good brainstorm. What turns you off? Oh, God. Um, people who are so narrow-minded. Um, just narrow-minded people I can't stand. What sound or noise? Yeah, well, we're the same. What it's sound or noise do you love? What sound do I love? A no sound or noise do you love? Yes. Ah. Um, I, okay, it's a cliche, but I love, I love birds singing. I love opening the window and hearing birds singing. Yes. We're hearing a lot more of that now these days. I know, I know. That reminds me of uh, Messiaen yeah. and all these composers that were, were so um, inspired by nature and birdsong. Yeah. 
So on the flip side of that, what sound or noise do you hate? Oh, um, I traffic living in a big city, you become immune to it, but when it's gone, you realize how happy you are that it's not there anymore. <laughs> yes. I can't ask, I can't ask the next question because Carrie always asks this question. Oh, okay. <laughs> go on, Carrie. If you want to, go ahead. Do you want to do it? Oh, oh. <laughs> what is your favorite curse word in any language? Oh my God. Um, okay, I'm English and we always say fuck for everything. So yeah, fuck. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> fuck it, fuck you, fuck them. Fuck Love everything. it. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, I like you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie's favorite word is a variation of that one. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite one? Come on, Carrie. Mine, motherfucker. I mean, there's no other better way to say that sometimes. That, that, that's, more, that's the more American yes. partner of, of fuck, which is more yeah. English, British. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh, um, I wanted to be an interpreter at one point because mm -hmm. I love languages. And I wanted to travel and to be part of these big international conventions and to be that person that was uh, interpreting also, if we, if we say for books, translating, you know, facilitating, understanding. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, I know you speak a lot of languages. You're very, very good at it. It's difficult. I, I don't think like that. And I, don't, I think Carrie, no, Carrie and I are very like-minded. So what profession would you not like to do? Oh God. Um, I think kind of office jobs I've kind of done with now. You know, being stuck in a kind of a nine to five, I, I'm away from that now. I, I'm doing other things and I, I'm like calm and I, I'm, I need to feel free. I need to be, you know. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and our last question is, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say as you enter the pearly gates? Um, thank you for everything you did. Nice. Aww, yeah. that's, oh. <laughs> oh, no, everybody, we've had some amazing responses to that, really. Yeah, it's been really fun. Hilarious to very emotional and everything in between. So yeah. thank you. What is, your, what is your favorite one? What's the one that's stuck in your mind? Of the answer to that? Hmm. Susan Graham. Oh, what did she say? Uh, oh. oh, she, yes, I don't know. Um, I'll say. <laughs> I know, well, Carrie and I have both lost our fathers, so. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, so she, I, I think Susan said, here's your dad, here's your daddy. Oh. Like, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh my God. I know exactly, and and she she lost her father, so you know we were. <laughs> but we've had a lot of funny responses to you know saying okay that mess that up so much so or turn around <laughs> back or oh it was just a joke so no, it's, it's amazing the responses that people come up. But oh, thank that's you. great! Thank, thank you. you, thank you so much. Thank we you. wish you all the best of luck with Opera for Peace. Absolutely. Thank you and anything we can do to help promote it and, and all of that, we're here. Yeah. Please let us know. Thank you so, thank you so much. Sure, it's thank exciting you. stuff. So thank you for what you're doing. Take thank care. You and I'm
You too, and I'm so happy I could start drinking earlier. So yes, I appreciate any, that, any girls. Time. Day drinking, it is the thing. <laughs> Give us a <laughs> ring. <laughs> Give us a ring. Well, take care. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.